Hey everyone, Ben here from the Ranked Podcast. Today I'm here with Max. Uh, Max is the founder of three different companies at the moment. Um, he started out with uh, a lot of affiliate and has many, many interesting stories to tell us. Uh, hey Max, how are you doing? Hey Benjamin, I'm good. I'm like here sitting in Germany, you know, and can't fly back, but that's the life. <laughs> <laughs> you're, ba you're based in Cyprus, right? Yeah, I'm usually based in Cyprus and I'm living there, but now I'm stuck here in Germany, but life goes on. <laughs> Excited to go back? Yeah, yeah for sure. I miss it. <laughs> cool. Um, okay, so what what do you do? What What is the main thing that you're currently focusing on? Yeah, like, I think probably it makes more sense to start with the start of my history or what I did. Um, I, I'm 18 years old right now, and I started when I was 14. I started with my cousin, Nikita. He's also my business partner. And we built our first affiliate site back then. After that, we sold it after half a year and had cash where we, and we could work with this cash. So we continued to build other bigger sites, also flipped them. And after that, we started to work a lot with expires and so on and build projects that really explode. But when we started to cooperate other companies where we built teams inside, and like there was also one time where we lost our focus, but that's like too much of the history. So right now I switched from, from affiliate, we can say it like that, kind of this. I switched from it and focusing now on building a team with three different companies you mentioned. One company is a software company, the other company is a marketing agency, and the third company is a company where we hold also the other companies and have different corporations inside where we are working on, for example, also in our marketing agency. And that's what we do right now. Altogether, we are 24 people. And yeah, that's what I do. Crazy. 24 people. Uh, how long did it take you to, to build such a team? Mm. I think like when I really started to build the team and focused on really thinking long term and not thinking just in cash flow anymore or in like cash flow businesses and really long term businesses which have a value. I think I started to think like that last year in yeah, 2019, January, I would say. Mm -hmm. And from that one, we scaled that very, very quick and fast and good also. And the team growed. And before we just, yeah, ran pretty small thinking and like just our sides and just we, uh, for sure you had probably like more private cash flow, which you have for your own, uh, for, yeah, for your own things. But I would say last year, January. Mm -hmm. January. Uh, cool. Let's let's maybe go all the way to the beginning where you and your cousin started um, the first site. If you can share some details, how did that go? Where did you get the idea to try affiliate? Um, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. So we started affiliate because we wasted a lot of our time with gaming and when not going when we were not doing like cool stuff or which will um, yeah bring us further in the future. That's why we decided to do something where we can learn, where we can grow our personalities, probably where we can build a future on. So we started to Google. <laughs> I think like everybody started how I can make money or something like that. And where we came to affiliate 
and started with our first site. It was like a very, very small, basic Amazon affiliate niche site uh, in the house industry for housewives. It was like the first niche site and I remember that we made it pretty big uh, in traffic, not so much in revenue, but in traffic after six months and had like uh, also decent amount in revenue, but it was not so big, but we sold it for a very good amount. And after that, we continued to build other affiliate projects and stayed in this area. Mm -hmm. And the site was targeting the um, American market or the German market? The German market. Basically, everything we did at the beginning was just German. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you mentioned how you, um, when we were talk talking and chatting previously on Facebook, you mentioned how you see a lot more opportunity in the German market versus in foreign markets versus, let's say, in the American market or, or English market in general, where everyone is just trying to, to focus on and compete. Yeah. Yeah, that's really a very interesting point. And I think a lot of uh, the listeners here for sure already know it, but like Germ the US market is, is really a lot ahead of the German market. And you see it if you learn from the US market or if you test in the US market. And that's basically how I started from the beginning. And I'm, I'm seeing how the Germans are thinking. Uh, I remember two years ago, we were still like, afraid of doing something with link building and so on. Now we're a little bit more relaxed with that, but that's just one example. And I would say that the algorithm in Germany is also not so advanced how in the US and you can do a lot of, you can do a lot more things in Germany, which will work and easier work with a higher return on invest than in the US. But it's also just Germany, Sweden, Norwegian or Italy, uh, Italy, France, for example, are also the same things. It's also a lot easier there than with the US, but Germany is really nice to start. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember in Chiang Mai, um, uh, Charles yeah. Float, um, he had a presentation. Um, he, he was mentioning how foreign SEO is so much easier to do because Google at the moment apparently does not understand uh, anything else except English, right? And yeah. as you can get away, just playing a lot dirtier, <laughs> I can yeah. say with uh, with different links, you can be a little bit more black hat and get away with it, um, get better returns on investment, um, things like that. Uh, what kind of uh, tactics, um, if you can share, did you maybe use for the for the first site, um, if there are any that that are a bit under the the radar? Yeah. Like for the first site, there wasn't so many special tactics because it was our first site. We didn't have have so many so much experience. But later, when we had cash, which we uh, where we can work with, and sold a few sites, we had the opportunity to try a lot of things out and to test around. And that's where we built our own PBN, PBN network, which is a big advantage to launch new site because we could basically almost launch in every niche a site and just outcompete the comp uh, competitors with our own PBN. That's one example, but a lot of testing we did, but we tested a lot with PB, uh, with expired domains. So we built money site on expired, expired domains. And this is something that worked pretty well in Germany. Uh, tested a lot of it. You can like also with shit content, it ranks really, really easy in Germany. There was also one time where it started to not work anymore so easy, but it worked still in France or in Spain. So 
with X bias, you can do a lot of interesting stuff. But I would always recommend to build like real assets which will stay long term. And this expired game is just cool to try things out to test it and how far you can go with the algorithm with translated content, expired or just spam content. Mm. It's cool to test, but not to hold. <laughs> and where did you pick up expired domains? Do you have any suggestions to um, to the listeners? Yeah, for sure. In Germany, if you want to buy German expired domains, whereas Marketplace, a back order service in Germany, which is called Nixel, this is something you can use in Germany to grab a few cool experts. And when you also have brokers, I think you know them also to all, where in the Facebook groups and everywhere, we also have a lot of nice domains. You can also work in the German market with .com domains, um, TB Solutions or Carlin um, or the other brokers, I think you know them, but especially in the German market, whereas Nixel, which is one of my favorite domain orders, is also a good one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wanted to say how recently I started the site and it was just the difference. It doesn't really have much, many links uh, or, or DR, but it just has the age, right? So the domain, I think, is almost 800 days old. This is uh, in the US market. And just, just because of the age, you can skip right past the, the sandbox, right? Mm-hmm. I know many call it a mid, but uh, for this site, for example, it just started ranking like crazy. Sure, the keywords yeah. are KD0, but even for KD0 to 5, usually it takes a few months to, to really break through, right? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy what works with experts, to be honest. Until now, I never found, uh, um, I never find, find, find out until now why an expired is working and why it's not working because we tested so much things and where were expires we bought for a few thousand dollars which never worked until now we didn't explode but where were experts we bought for ten dollars which had spam really a spammy profile but we just had the age we never had traffic uh, if I look at them at the first glance I would say never use them but we worked out somehow so we had a lot of different experiences where it's pretty strange but that's how SEO is. You have to try out what works and what works. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you, you sold the first site, the housewife site. Yeah. Uh, what did you, so then you started building out the PBN network. Um, the, any, anything else that you started trying out um, to, to build up more traffic revenue faster? Yeah. The first thing we did after we sold our first site is what we cut it. One thing out, we did ourselves, for example, in Germany, forum links were working pretty well at this uh, at this time, and because at the beginning we didn't had any amount of cash, we used to build them on ourselves. And that was the first thing where we hired our uh, yeah, first pupils uh, part time just in Germany to build forum links for us. We did uh, we didn't want to uh, use a service because we had an idea to build our own service, use them for us, and also uh, yeah, monetize them if we get others the opportunity to use it. So we had it like at the end where we have zero profit because we used our own, we used it for our own purposes and we also uh, gave it to our people. That's what we did first and this was like our leverage effect because we had the opportunity to build new sites to boost them just with our following so we had a lot of accounts. And that's how we build the next sites. Later, after we build them, we also build our PBN and so on. Mm-hmm. So you essentially 
Um, this is when you started transitioning from not only your own sites, but also more like service uh, slash client SEO as well, if, if I'm guessing correctly. Yes, we um, clients b- uh, booked that service, but that was not our main focus because the main purpose was to like use this leverage effect to use it for our own things, but clients used it also and a few big ones. So this was yeah our first experience with that, but not the main focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what was uh, what was the max point, uh, like maximum high that you scaled to um, with these affiliate sites before really deciding to shift your approach to uh, to the companies and things like that? Yeah, you mean in revenue? Um, in in revenue, in the number of sites, um, everything. Like uh, when was it that you were just simply okay? Yes, I need to. Uh, I love the affiliate SEO, but I also want to look elsewhere. Okay, I think it was when we had like 600 PBNs in our network and we had like 80 money sites, I would say. And yeah, 60 of them were not so long term and 20 of them were good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that point, you're like, okay, yeah, this is getting a bit out of hand. Um, yes, at, at that point, it's like it's difficult to manage. It was difficult to scale. And because we didn't have like one really big size, but a lot of smaller ones or medium sized ones. We had the problem, uh, what we also, all the manpower we had and everything we had, we didn't focus it just on one area to build it really nice. For example, um, if I could say it in one sentence, we didn't build our site for audiences. We built them for products just based on products to sell them. And I would say that was one of the biggest mistakes. Because if you want to build a long-term project which has value and uh, a high value and is a really good asset, like all say online real estates, you have to build them for audiences, not for products. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, on the few previous interviews, I, I actually talked to to Imre. Imre, he built a site for he sold it in six months for I think. $115,000 and he shared this exact same tip that not only stop focusing on only um, like products, sales and money, but really just focus on bringing value to the like to the user. And because of that, many, many just say the same thing, right? Focus on the user, you know, bring them value and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. If I would like start building an affiliate agency from scratch again, where we would build our own affiliate projects, I would say systemize everything and build everything for audiences, not for products. Mm-hmm. Um, and what kind of different uh, affiliate methods were you trying? You mentioned you were trying dropshipping, FBA, <laughs> everything. Ah, you know, this was something where we did not affiliate. This was just the time where we had a decent amount of cash, which we can work with. And this was our like, um, I think it's called shiny objective syndrome where you think every uh, other stuff is better and you try a lot of things out. This was like, so what was the point where we lost a lot of our focus and we built many different projects? Uh, like we launched our own FBA product. We uh, had also a digital info product where we, uh, yeah, in the fitness niche and we also had our drop shipping store. What we also tried, we also tried some stuff on eBay. We tried really a lot of different things, but when we was like 
one big lesson we learned, but you have to focus on one thing, make it pretty big and build a real organization. And yeah, this was like, I would say six months of six months where we were really unfocused, but after that we killed it one after one and just stopped everything. Uh, sure, we lost a lot, lot of money because we invested a lot of, in the different launches, but I would say it was a very nice decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in 2018? I think it was 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you started uh, kind of trying to go into different directions uh, or just decided on, on one thing that uh, you were kind of done with uh, with affiliate. Did you maybe sell the sites? Uh, what was the decision you made? Yeah, so what, what was the decision that we made? We will continue to focus on affiliate and to put everything inside where and we wanted to continue to grow it. So we had a lot of other processes because that was the time where we tried to systemize everything to make it really scalable and to cut ourselves out of a lot of processes to go out there. So we built um, also like with the forum links in the past, now service together with a business partner who's now um, still one of our business partners. Uh, We built a project and we built a project for link building, so our own customized tool where we had a dashboard, we have an outreach team behind of it, and we also um, offered this for clients, mm-hmm. so clients can use it, and we uh, used it for ourselves. What was the next step we did? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the first step into more like the company game from the affiliate, yeah? Yes, right. It was uh, really like the next step because with what, this was the point where we realized People really want to buy from us a lot and we have like a high request uh, with a high demand and we also uh, after like one month we needed to hire a lot of people to uh, yeah, stop this demand or to not stop it but to give them to fulfill the, the orders yeah to fulfill the orders and what's what was like the point where everything came in after what we had a lot of other requests in different areas where this is the point where the marketing agency also came in the game and when we had the decision or for us it was personally the decision because the other business partner had the same he had before also his affiliate business uh, he still has both so um, his affiliate company is still one of our companies of his companies uh, but we decided what we want to cut out everything we do with affiliate and focus on building a team, building cool processes, systemize everything, building really a nice team of A players, which uh, where I would say that everybody is better than me now. And it is like it now, because I would really say our SEO managers and our team are better than me now in this area. So that is something we wanted to do. And with the, the basic idea was that we wanted to first build the team, the processes to later start building also our projects again and just being our own clients with other companies. For example, the business partner I talked about who still has his uh, affiliate company, his affiliate company is client from the marketing agency and the marketing agency is doing everything for it. That's like something we worked for and it's working out pretty well. And the affiliate sites you still have on the side or have you like sold your share uh, of them? We, I, we still have them. So we didn't sell them. Um, we are making revenue, but it's going down and 
we are good with that because, like I said, we don't want to focus on that. And it was like medium sized, I would say, for us. So it's not so uh, bad for us to lose everything where well. other business partners, affiliate business was a lot bigger. So I can understand what we still have it. Um, that's why, uh, that's how we did it. Yeah. yeah. So you're just focusing now on the area where you see more potential and long-term growth, right? Yes, right. Where we want like to build real business value in the company, a real organization. This is like. Hmm. Uh, and how did you go about just doing the processes? That is some, that's something that's very interesting to me. Just building out the processes, especially for for the leads coming in, for for them being processed, and then the outreach. How did you go about doing that, especially at, at 18 or you were even younger at, uh, with, when it, everything started? Yeah, what is, like, which were the main lessons which I could learn were, uh, well, it's this process because this was a completely other game. Out of a sudden, you're making such high amount of revenue that it's also a problem. Completely different problems are coming and you're making so much revenue, but and you have to look at your KPIs to show uh, to look how the cash flow flows uh, when you have problems that you really have a high revenue, but your outcomes are going faster out when your incomes and a lot of other uh, problems are coming or your employer employees are also using your papers, credit cards, and you have to work with budgeting in the different departments. So this was really a point where we had to learn how to really build companies, how to build departments, how to hire people, how to talk with them, how to make uh, our daily meetings, our weekly meetings, how to structure everything down, build everything in processes, uh, reporting KPIs, check our KPIs and um, look for imp- uh, yeah, look for fast, quick improvements based on our KPIs and what's the next best step we can do. Like this was really a completely other thing for us, which we have to learn, but I'm very grateful for that, that I had the opportunity to learn that because those are pretty nice learnings and I'm still developing in that area, but I would say that until now we really built very nice processes, a really clean structure, clean offices, rules in the offices, so many different areas which we now master to do and we are still so many other areas which we have to master in the future, which will uh, let us grow even bigger and that's what we are working now on. Mm-hmm. And how did you go about about learning all of that? Um, any any books, courses? Um, what exactly did you um, did you like focus on so that you or is it, was it just experience and just trying out different things? Yeah, I read one very good book uh, which is called Scaling Up in this area mm-hmm. and a lot of these processes are based also on the book, but I also read a few other books where I take like the key informations out, but I will say the core important, like the core book where we took almost or a lot of informations out where it's, is scaling up and a lot of other things are trial and error. Because one thing I realized is every business is different. Every business is starting from a different point or probably, probably you can systemize how to build companies but if like if i for example if i uh, have an affiliate site a very big affiliate site and the health niche and i'm start on i'm launching my health company with uh with my products for example um i it's probably for me 
uh, or probably for me, another approach is making much more sense when for other companies, for example, start promoting my products through our affiliates uh, or through, through my audience uh, owners from the, uh, oh, okay, I'm talking so difficult, through my own affiliate sites uh, when the other way. So this is also one point I realized every business is different and every business has a different key to success and you have to find the numbers how to open the lock. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, how are you like now that is it everything already like at the point where it's able to run like without you and your business partner, like it's growing um, in kind of autopilot. Of course, there's still some um, focus from you uh, that's, that's needed, but um, do you have the freedom to focus on somewhere else maybe with this business? Yeah, I would say yes, it's working pretty good also without me. Uh, for sure, I still want to be a part of it and try where I can help. But the main thing what I'm doing now is just being in our weekly and daily meetings to check the KPIs, to talk with our different departments, to look where we can um, improve some, where we can improve something. And the other thing I'm doing is like trying to hold everything together, probably anticipate problems which can come in the future and just be prepared for it. So what are like the two main things I'm doing, but I would say also with other things, it could work without me on aut autopilot, but we want to scale. That's why I also want to be a part of it to push it even more and to scale it faster. Amazing. So at what point um, did you then decide that you also wanted to start like a, another marketing agency on top of um, uh, Trust Factory, I'm guessing uh, we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was out of a demand. So we had, we had the demand, people were... Um, we were referring others to us and we were saying, hey, we can do it good. The main thing was also because we knew our projects. For example, we were a lot, we, in, a, in a lot of niches, we were top affiliates and also our business partners. And we, so we had like this fame, I would say a little bit from these different areas uh, and the demand was coming in. So we started to build a team around a bit. And we also had ourselves the demand to put our pro projects inside that, to work with that, and the goal to use them later, but to not do our mistakes we did one time again. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the, the first one, the links, the second one is this one. What about the third one? From, from what I understood, the third one is kind of like a holding company where yeah. you buy where you buy existing businesses and kind of make them better, if I understood correctly? Uh, it's like a venture company, a holding company. It's for that purpose, What we, but we didn't do it until now. It's just for the future, we prepared it. So we plan to do it in the future. Now we are preparing for it, but we are not doing it right now. Mm -hmm. So but the plan is to, to use your knowledge, everything that you've learned from building a trust factory yeah. and then just apply it um, to other businesses that maybe are doing good, but you know that you could absolutely kill it uh, yeah. by just fixing them up, right? Right. Yeah. Or for corporations, uh, this is something we have already. For example, if you have a demand and clients uh, want to work with you, where will be for sure like a few clients where you think probably it makes sense to make a cooperation with, the, uh, with them, have shares in the d different projects. And that's something we have also inside of it. But like the main thing we were preparing here for is to later buy out companies and put them in the structure. Mm -hmm. 
That's that's basically just doing affiliate SEO, but on a much, much, much larger scale, right? Yeah, right. What's what's like the main idea of that whole thing? Amazing. And do you do you ever plan on doing like an exit from from one of your companies, uh, or just still have so many ideas that you just implement, implement, implement yeah. for future growth? Yeah, but um, probably we are planning an exit with one of the companies. Uh, later, we we're not sure of that now, but what's also nice to have the structure because you are ready at every moment for an exit. But it's not planned right now, but in the future probably it's possible. Mm-hmm. And in terms of uh, like the main the main lesson that you learned to the, through this entire process of uh, switching from the affiliate to to full on business mode, um, what would that be? Like the number one thing that. Um, did you maybe, if I can call it that, where you were the the worst at, that kind of surprised you maybe? Yeah. You mean something uh, which which I couldn't do before, but can do now? Something. Yes, but but now maybe something that you improved that the most from doing this transi- transition, right, from affiliate to to uh, to business to corporate business. Yeah. I would say I have like two. Key learnings from that. Uh, key learnings from that. One is what you really have to understand people, how people think, and how to work with them. Because if you are building an organization or a business, you are working with people, you are hiring people, and um, we are, for example, like running the departments from you. And you have to understand what we really want because your team or how good your team is, is how good your company will pe- pe- uh, how good your company will perform or how the people inside the company are and what was like one of the key learnings for me, how to work proper, uh, properly with a team, with the people inside of it and how to build with different processes and also how to connect everybody together because if everybody's in a different area, they are probably not so connected or if one team is in Cyprus, the other in Germany, they are also probably not so connected and how you can keep this team spirit very high and the motivation to let it work so good, how it worked with you, just with you. What was like one thing? And this leads also to the second key learning that was what you should not expect what if you are starting to building a team directly from the beginning or in the process where it will work so good like uh, from directly from the beginning like it worked with you because this is like you're building a completely new team we have to understand what you do what you sell who your audience is and until we understand everything as good as you do a lot of time or not a lot of time but time passes and which is something which you just have to accept but it takes time and but uh, it takes time, but it pays off after every really you have a nice, well uh, connected team together in your business, it will scale like hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just wanted to mention a book. Um, I think it, I'm not sure exactly about the title, but it's based on growth hacking by Aladdin Happy. And he, he mentions how you need to kind of build a company slash startup in a way of just doing like an M- MVP. You start out very small with, with very small investment and you test like the, the acquisition, the retention, uh, all those uh, stages. And so that, you, so that you can actually figure out if people are prepared to, to pay you. Uh, for your product and if you can actually deliver the value that they expect and what kind of value they really expect 
because when you have all those <clears throat> all those like startup metrics um, figured out, it's mm-hmm. much much easier to position yourself to market um, everything like that. Yeah, if you understand what your audience is, what we are doing, and how are you helping with your product, you basically understand almost everything in your company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for, for hiring, do you use any kind of personality tests or did you try to figure out their goals, uh, people's goals, and then position them in small departments or teams um, in, in the company? Yeah, hiring is, for example, something at the be- where we, or I did at the beginning, a lot of mistakes because like I took, for example, in different parts directly the first people which came and worked with them directly from the beginning. Now we have, we have here a completely different process, so we di- figure out from the beginning what we really want from these people. We create like a scorecard, uh, what the aims are. We implement everything our company goes, where everybody from our company can look in. And afterward, we are like building a small de- yeah, de-qualification funnel, I would say, where we have videos, uh, different templates or uh, tests for the for the specific hire. So we are building it especially for that and sending a lot of people to it through referrals, through uh, advertising and so on. And just these people who watched everything, came through out of everything, are applying for our job. After that, we are meeting with everybody, talking with them. We are making a trial. And after this trial, we will have like at least uh, 10, 15 people or five to 15 people, I would say, where we which we met with and afterward we just decide with whom we are going to work to. That's how we do it right now. Um, we, so we don't have a personality test. We meet with them in person. And so you basically created a funnel, but not for the sales, but for hiring essentially, right? Yeah, yeah, we could, yeah, we could describe it like that. Yeah, because you're so successful at sales because they happen like on autopilot, I'm guessing. But you're more focused than all, all companies that are really successful. I feel like put more focus on hiring um, down down the down the line after they get more successful than to just sell, right? Because at the end of the day, the people are what make the, the value of a company. Yeah, yeah, right. Especially at the beginning, we were like really successful with uh, sales because we had a big amount already, which we uh, have to fulfill, like you said. And right now we are building our sales department um, or are building our sales and marketing department in the marketing agency again, because now we have a process where we fulfilled everything. We are working with uh, these clients now and have to grow again in this area. So this is something we are doing right where now. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, for the future, any, any big plans, uh, any big goals that you set for yourself, your company? Yeah, we have like in every company, we have very big goals, um, especially uh, like the visions we have in the company. Uh, also, where our software company will go in the future. I can say what we will probably um, or we tend to grow out of this just SEO area in the future to go in like more directions and to be um, holistically or and to work holistically just because we realized that everything works better if you use your if you use your existing position you have already for example if you are already 
really famous in the niche because um, you get a lot of traffic where everything else will work better and this is something we are realizing right now your ads for example uh, your emails your calls of the customers uh, because you are more connected with your audience and that's something we will do in the future but that's like a matter of years so it's not right now it's so niche niche positioning at the end of the day you're trying to say yes Uh, no it's not like uh, niche positioning but it's like just also growing out of this we are now very focused on just SEO because it's our core skill and that's pretty good and we will still develop it but somewhere in the future in a few years we are planning to do this probably with buying out companies amazing amazing uh, cool. Uh, if people want to ask you a question, um, check uh, check out uh, your websites, um, your your companies. What what would be the best place to do that to find you? Uh, I have my personal website maxbogdan.com or just on Facebook, LinkedIn. I have the same name everywhere. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'll link all the um, the links in the description. Um, any any la- last thoughts? No, I don't have everything. <laughs> uh, thanks so much, Max, for for joining me. This was this was really cool, and hopefully we can we can do another one soon when your company uh, achieves even even more. Yes, thank you, and also for you, thank you for giving me the chance to speak here, and I wish you all a good day. <laughs>